Mate, I'm on the pitch in an hour and 39 minutes. Press that bloody button. This week on The Reverse Stick, it's enough to make a hoffy nuffy explode. God bless those that whack the ball with sticks. Except you golfers, that's just weird. Greetings and welcome to The Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. I'm John Lee, I'm here with Matt Adam, and what a good time to be a hockey lover, Matt. Well, we waited and waited and waited, and boy, it has delivered, John. The Olympics 2020 slash 21 in Tokyo uh, has been breathtaking so far. The only downside is not being able to see every single game. I'm probably at about 80%, and I just get that feeling of FOMO when I've got to go and do something in real life. (laughs) Well, yeah, there is a bit of that. I haven't seen as much as you. God, dear. I had... The, uh, the the TV on on one side uh, last night for Netherlands G, um, GB, I'm sorry, Belgium GB and Netherlands Germany on the laptop on the other side whilst I was doing the vacuuming in, in, in between. And so he's still got a dirty carpet then. Uh, no, 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 it just, it just took me about 40 minutes to, 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 to be <laughs> to honest, like an eight metre square stop. room. <laughs> well, this is the problem, like, the problem is we've got to watch these split screens to get all of the games in. Surely we could have a game on at, at, the t- at a time throughout the whole. I know it gets hot in the middle of the day, but it's, that's the frustration, having to choose between which class game to go and watch and, and missing out on, hang on a minute, South Africa just scored two. What's going on there? Maybe, maybe we should hold the Olympic hockey tournament over a month. Yes, absolutely. A bit like softball, start before the games. Yeah, get some games under, under the belt. Yeah. And uh, it will give the players more of an opportunity to rest. Oh, Although just... I do like the idea that it is that, that tight competition where everybody's backing up day after day and they're proving how wonderful a bunch of athletes yeah, yeah, are. Yeah, no, but it's just able to do that. from the point of the viewer, you know, of, yeah. of, of having to miss out on things. Now, of course, I did mention last week that straight away the um, the tweets would be going out, at FIH, why can't we see it here? Why about? <laughs> and and we've been very, very lucky with the 7 app that we've got here. Mm. Every single game has been available to view, yep. and we've been putting a lot of it through the big screen at, at, at the club. Um, but that's not the case everywhere, and um, we'll talk th- about there, that. Are, there are a lot of frustrations. Oops, that's the intro. Well, let's, let's start the show again. You... Of course, that's the big news is the Olympics, and that's basically all we're going to talk about. Well, it's not. It's something I want to talk to you about, but oh, a no, couple of things. I'll yeah. edit that. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask you about that later on. Of course, yes, the Olympic Games are very much underway. With only we're recording Saturday afternoon, yeah. only two games left to play in the women's competition yeah. later on. Um, it is one twenty-four p.m. This, uh, in the afternoon. Matt, what time is your game this afternoon? Three p.m. And mine's at three thirty. So this might be a short show. <laughs> they say, "Oh, do you hear that? What? That sigh of relief around the world." <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get onto it. What have you made of? Well, essentially, we're at the end of the pools. There's still two women's games from Pool A or Pool B. Pool B, I think, to go. But we're essentially through the pool rounds. What? Are your thoughts? Uh, well, it's funny. I was about to tweet something on Wednesday about the results so far, and bar a couple of draws and um, maybe a you know a, an eighth place, a, a ninth place team beating an eighth place team, everything had pretty much gone to rankings. All of the higher yeah. ranked ranked sides were 
uh, getting positive results and things were kind of heading towards where we thought they, they I mean, might do. There, there apart, were a couple apart, of surprises. Well, well, no, no, apart, you know, you look at the, the opening game, Japan versus Australia, Japan gets three goals on the board and you think, oh my God, you know, this is um, fantastic and yeah. um, we're going to see some exciting games. Well, we, we certainly have, but we've even had excitement in the boring games. Argentina versus Spain, a, a one or draw in the, in the men's competition. That was uh, plenty of excitement there, but we'll t- come up to yeah. uh, talk hey, about the even, controversies. I mean, controversies there were surprises without being surprising. Australia beating India. Now, I would have thought that they probably would beat India, but to... Bank seven this is, men's, this is obviously men's. Yeah, the uh, men's side of things. To get seven pass was a bit of a surprise, but the re- result wasn't a surprise necessarily. And India, in credit to them, have bounced back fairly strongly since what would have been a fairly demoralising game. Um, I've been surprised that the Australian women have gone five from five um, and gone undefeated so far. I, I thought they would have a slower start to the tournament. That's uh, surprised me. I've not been surprised that Spain have got through, though. Um, and they've they've uh, had to grind it a little bit, but they've they've got there. Uh, well, you know, my predictions, John. We're yeah, um, how are you going for your predictometer? Well, on the men's side, I said Australia, India, Spain, Argentina. We've got Australia, India, Argentina, Spain. Right. So three and four, you know, not far off on That's on that pool. Good. Other pool, I uh, went Netherlands, Belgium, Germany, GB, and it's finished Belgium, Germany, GB, Netherlands so in got fourth. The right. Uh, so, yeah, the right one's through there. In the women's, in Pool B, uh, I would say Australia, no, what did I say? No, Argentina top, New Zealand second, Australia third, Spain fourth, uh, and it's finished Australia, Spain, Argentina, New Zealand. So I've got the four there, slightly the wrong order. And Netherlands and Germany, well, they play tonight. They they get to drop a point either of those sides, and they're clear and, and through. So they'll finish one and two. One and two either way around. Um, the last game, though. Of the evening. G- GB Island, yeah. The last of the pool games, and something's riding on it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah ab- absolutely. Um, uh, where are we at on the, um, the pool? Sorry, I'm, just, I'm looking at my my predictions, not, oh, not, not at the actual, not the actual, the actualometer. <laughs> Sorry, just scroll up here. Um, yeah, Ireland are in fifth spot, India in, um, on three points, India on uh, fourth on six, GB, uh, in third on six. So Ireland play GB, but that's a, um, Ireland are on minus five goals at the moment. So if they have a win by two or more, that would then put, um, that, that would then, no, if they have a win, if they have a win, one nil, then they'll go above India and get that fourth spot. Okay. So, yeah, so a lot riding it right into the last game. But what, yeah, what I was saying before about sort of things going towards the form book it's towards this last game or two that we're seeing a few upsets, and we saw that incredible result from uh, South Africa men to, to yeah. beat Germany. But then Germany come out last night and go and beat the Netherlands 3-0. Um, now, I don't know if there's, there's potentially some sort of fatigue coming in with some of the sides, or there's more desperation because there's a lot more on the line. This is, this is your last chance to, to get over, much like Spain getting the 1-1 draw against Australia in the last 40 seconds uh, to, to get them yeah. through. Um, it, you know, it's leaving it late, but it doesn't matter how you get there as long as you get there. Uh, and that's right. Uh, and fatigue, I, I think probably now, as you get into the second week, that's when fatigue really becomes a factor. Maybe some of the lesser nations uh, struggle in the first week, but... But in- Most of injuries the happen. Yeah. Get through. Injuries happen yeah, too. The Kerpels right. missed a couple of games. He was out yep. again uh, for the Belgians. Hendricks took a crack to the head with a, a stick across across his head last night. Um, 
and apparently he'd been had some shoulder injury concerns as well. Um, so on the the men's side, we know how we will be lining up. So my quarterfinals. Predi- yeah, my, my predictions on the men's uh, in Pool A, I went for. Well, let's don't go through predictions. Let's go no. through what they are first. The, the, oh, hey, I've, already, have I already done those. No, men's quarterfinals are coming up on um, the first of August, Sunday. Yeah, so that'll be tomorrow for us. Yeah, whatever day relative to when you listen to this podcast. Uh, starting at nine thirty at the Oil Hockey Stadium on the North Pitch, it will be Germany versus Argentina. On at midday, also on the North Pitch, it will be. Australia versus the Netherlands. So that's a 1v4 playoff from the uh, the two groups. Yeah, that will be 9.30 and midday, those games, local time. Uh, then session two in the evening uh, from 6.30pm, it will be Belgium versus Spain. And then at 9pm local time, the other men's quarterfinal, India versus Great Britain. So... Let's go through those games. Germany and Argentina. Can you pick that one? Uh, <laughs> Australia versus Netherlands. Yeah, no, Can you I pick th- that? No, no. I think the the delight from Argentina from for scoring the fourth goal against New Zealand that put them in that put them through. That you know how it how it goes, John. That was their final moment. That you know that was the the emotion that came out of the the group there. The the tears and the hugs. Um, I think Redigee nearly wet himself, but he's probably done that a dozen times in this tournament so far. Jesus, yeah. excitable bloke. Isn't we'll get it? on to him in a minute because something interesting happened in the Australia-Argentina game this morning. In the, yeah, the no, I think I think I think Germany will. I mean, look, they they're just coming off the back of, of beating the Dutch three 0 Yeah, no, that's a good point. But we, as we've seen uh, when we've spoken about um, teams that win shootouts. It's very often the team that scores the last goal yes, that goes yes. on to win a shootout. Yeah. And there might be that bit of... It's that last goal that puts them in. And sure, there's an outrush of emotion, but might be that that might be an inrush as well of energy and belief. Yeah. Uh, but I still see Germany beating Argentina. Australia, Netherlands. Well, we all know this is part of the, the demise of Dutch, Dutch men's hockey game. But, mate, well, there was some, you can honestly tip with any certainty in that match. There were some smiles on the faces of uh, the Belgians as GB fell off on their press for the last two and a half minutes of the game last night. Um, and Belgian just stroked it around the back, knowing that uh, that's all GB needed to, to push the Netherlands into fourth spot in the group and a quarter-final game against Australia. Oh, I, I, often I, think I, didn't, stuff. I didn't like it. I didn't yeah. like it. Imagine if you turned on watching hockey for the first time and you saw the last two minutes of this game, 2-2. Two, two. Oh, some, surely someone's going for the win. Nope. They're just going to let them get on with it. Yeah, I don't like it because I don't think it's a good mindset for players to get into. And oh, the spirit of the game thing there as well. You want to yeah. win, don't you? You want to go out and win. Who's happy just to settle for a draw? Winning form's good form. Yeah. Um, and... Often, I don't think any team has ever been advantaged by trying to play the system that way, trying to play the draw that way. I don't think any team that's ever won anything, like an Olympic game, a World Cup or Olympics, has ever used any of those tactics because they believe oh, in themselves reckon, enough. Yeah, I don't know. I reckon there's probably been a few tactics. Over yeah, years. but I don't think it leads you in. I don't think it leads you to a gold medal. I, I think it, it's the wrong mindset to be in. You're trying to, oh, oh, we can't beat, what, you're saying you can't beat Australia and hoping the Netherlands knock them out so you don't have to play them. What, then you're going to have to play the Netherlands. It just makes no logical sense at all. The team that beat Australia, if that's the way that it works out, just 
you've just got to play the best you can for as long as you can and take what comes your way. I mean, that's trying, to, trying to manipulate things like that very, very rarely works mm, well, beyond that, a, a short term, oh, we're not going to play against Australia. You know, every that's team's it. beatable. Well, that's it. Well, as, as has been shown in, 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 <laughs> in the tournament. Um, yeah, and like you, you, you often say, you've got to beat every team to win it, haven't you? So. Yeah, winning, winning solves all the problems about where you, where you end up in your pool. Yeah. So be it. Oh, right, teams next... want, to, want to enter into that mindset and do it. Come on, we're short on time. Next game, India, GB. Now, I think this will be a, a fascinating game. India have gone up and down and, of course, responded really well after the drubbing from Australia early doors. But GB are growing into the tournament as well. I didn't think they were that flash early doors. Um, a great 2-2 draw against Belgium for, you know, well, almost a whole game. Should it have been a 3-2 win? Yeah, probably on the video referral, but we'll, we'll come back to our referrals shortly. OK, uh, uh, India and GB, I think there's a lot of pressure on India. Over the last few months, we've seen a lot of media and press coming out about, you know, the India hopes they're going to finish on the podium. Oh, we're finish on the podium, finish on the podium, finish on the podium. And I, I just wonder if GB's escaped that radar to a certain degree. Mm. And there's been, in fact, our expectations were probably where Great Britain might even miss out on this stage. Some people could have seen them not playing at this this particular point in the tournament, and I think that'll go that'll work in their favour as against working against India. Yeah, no, I, th- I think there's a lot to like about GB um, going forward with pace bursting out from the midfield. They've got some quite stocky sort of young lads who run and gun and, and have a go at it. And there's no mugs. And here's the other thing about the tournament: there's not a team that hasn't had um, a very effective drag flicker. Now, maybe the percentages on conversion haven't been that great, but when they've gone in, geez, there's been some good goals. Oh, yes. And there's been some great goals all, all around. Just I think on day two or three, I picked out three. And I posted something about it. It was uh, T- Tanaka for Japan, picked it up on his own 25, ran the length of the field and kind of had a falling slap on the ball and in it went. Ruhr on the same day, put one in the top corner from the baseline. Um, oh, great field goal. The, 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 the one from Lockie Sharp for the Aussies, which was like four passes from end to end and in the back of the net with the slide. Just incredible stuff. And goals, goals, goals. Who needs bloody hockey fives for more excitement? You could not get any more celebratory moments. Well, yeah. I mean, you don't want too many goals. You don't want to be going out there watching teams win 25-14. No. That gets and like, pretty boring. And there's been some big, big results. But look, you don't mind if it's a big result. Belgium 9, South Africa 4. Uh, you see South Africa score 4 goals. Uh, just, you know, and they miss out. They against don't, the World they, Cup champions. They, they, yeah, the, against the World Champions, number 2 in the world. They, you know, they miss out, but they go home with a win and a draw. Um, and they haven't disgraced themselves in any way. They've shown, jeez, oh, what an exciting prospect. Um, and, yeah, just wonderful to see those young players coming through, the, the likes of the Cassian brothers. Brilliant. I, I would brilliant. say this is probably uh, the best Olympic field we've had for a while. The last two or three Olympics, we've had one or two teams that were probably way out of their class, and this time around, no one's been way out. They might have been maybe yeah. a grade below, but not completely outclassed at all. No, 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 not not at all. And everyone's been in it right to the end. They're still, you know, mm. uh, you know, may, maybe Canada out of, out of all of them, uh, you know, um, have have struggled the most. Um, 
a tough group for them to be in, and they got a four-four draw against South Africa, who yeah. beat Germany in the in the previous game, and they go home with a, a point on the board. Um, scored a few goals. That's right. They'll be all the better for the experience too. Mm. Hey, look, they had to be pretty good to get there, really. I mean, there were some other good teams that could have been there instead of them. Yeah, well, well there's Canada. The thing for South Africa is not updated on the FIH site on the rankings yet, though, but that catapults them above Malaysia and Canada to 10th oh, spot. Great. Uh, yeah, what, what else can we say? You know, I'm looking forward to the quarterfinals. At least we'll be able to see game by game by game and, uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Here's the thing. Get and tell your mates to put the hockey on. Put it on your Chromecast. Put it on your laptops, on your phones. There's so much excitement going on in the competition. Despite, you know, the efforts of, um, the lack of efforts, I think, from the Olympics team on, you know, I understand that they, it's Hold about that a, quor- a quarter of the budget is available, um, from previous Olympics on, Olympic, the people there to cover the yeah. ga- cover the games. Keep that rant for a little while. So, okay. Keep that rant for a minute. I'm um, excited, John. We've got other things to talk about, and um, well, I just hope that I have a social event that I have to attend this evening, Matt. Do and you? I'm I'm really hoping that the um, host will see through to find a way to make sure that their guests can have both of the games semi uh, the last pool, two pool games. From pool A, it is. Tonight, like available it. for viewing to those that may choose to view it. Well, we've got Johnny's coming along as well, Is Irish it? Johnny, yeah. So, oh, uh, there's a good chance. That means we might actually have the vote, does it? We might have a mandate. Can we? Are we having a mandate? No, no. Oh, okay. the, the, the ladies are there as well. Okay. Um, and and to be honest, I'm not the one you need to convince on that. Oh, isn't it? Oh, uh, right. Oh, true. hang on. Look, it's my party. Yeah, too, yeah, that's right. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Let's talk about all those other issues we've seen around the Olympics, Matt. Um, okay. Well, first, first things first, John. This is probably the biggest and uh, most impactful. I'm going to go back to that document that's still open on the laptop from last week on the FIH site, the Olympic Games Event Guide. And we go down to page 6 of 33. The video umpire facilities. Now, yeah, been a bit of controversy. Now, the room, preferable a four metre by two metre square. Um, Cell. One per pitch to be defined with the FIH. It will either be a booth located with a view of the field of play or a location to be identified in the supply of vehicles. Host to a range, office space, closed off area from spectators, three chairs, tables to accommodate the electronic equipment required. Important, this room is not part of an access way to other areas of the production area. Um, and there's some specifics. And we go down. Video umpire room. The number of people in the video umpire room will be restricted to approved personnel, which shall be no more than four persons at any one time. Camera feeds will be selected from the camera plot to give the best options for coverage and should be mutually agreed by FIH, OBS and OCOG. Re, uh, replay equipment and services. The method and process for the video umpire system needs to be agreed with FIH and should include the use of proprietary systems such as Hawkeye or Zebra, specification and or Zebra, wherever you are. And personnel requirements of a video umpire system are replay system to provide in-game instant re- review by video umpire, ability to ingest all available OBS fee- video feeds, including super slow-mo cameras quickly and efficiently, review footage with video synchronized between multiple camera sources, 
video output for footage to be integrated into both international feed and big screen for an on-field umpire, uh, for, uh, facility for events to be bookmarked and archived for post-match quality review. The monitors should be high-quality TV monitors, preferably high-resolution and minimum 19-inch colour screens. Operators with hockey-specific experience to assist video umpire by providing the highest quality video evidence with minimum delay. And then it goes on to radio comms and preferred and um, wide, wide communications and, and other bits and pieces there. Now, um, the term no advice possible has made its way into the hockey lexicon. And bloody hell, the struggles, the delays in the game, not good for our game. I think it was a 23-minute quarter the other day um, with the amount of delays. No advice possible. Far out. And you've seen it all over social media, a lot from people that aren't even that invested in the game. What are these delays? Why is it taking so long? Uh, and it all being put down to poor actions of the video umpire and the decision-making process. And they've just had absolute crap to work with. Now, we've seen some sort of improvement over the past couple of days. Um, what we understand is there's um, been an issue between the feed being received by the umpires because it's being pushed out through a broadcast service, then making its way back into the venue. And uh, it's, it's not... It's not directly. No, it's not. It's an IFE. Yeah. And it's um, pixelated quality. When you slow it down, it's blurry. You can't make anything out on there at all. I've heard that some umpires were making their way from the booth into the um, VIP lounge to go and look at stuff on the big screen. Um, whether that's true or not, I don't know. But this is this is not something that is um, really anything to do with the FIH on site at the moment. However... Not the officials who are charged with using the equipment. No. However, we did have a test event, John, quite some time back now. Yeah. Um, but the problem is... The broadcasters weren't even decided then, so they couldn't be part of that test event. You know, it wasn't known who was going to be doing the contract to go in and provide that equipment, equipment at the at the hockey venue. There's be thousands of different companies employed out there to do this sort of thing for for different sports. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 been unfair on the umpires that they've been copying it. Um, it has been a technical issue. The FIH were aware of it. Um, and, yeah, there's, there has been some improvement. I don't know whether it's perfect because watching that GB Belgium game last night and the ball went over the line um, and our um, Spanish Spanish umpire, I mean, he does he does look like a bit of a, an umpire, and an umpire, a, a waiter under pressure, you know, with a terrible chef and he has to keep taking the food back and he's apologising to the punters. <laughs> Oh, and it's, you know, he, look, he looks like it's the end of a long shift. But see, Matt, we know that there's limitations with the TV coverage and the way some of the issues that are involved there. So who's to say the ball did go over the line? That's, that's from the vision we're able to see, but we don't know where that camera is stationed because it can't be on the line, otherwise all you'd see no, but, is the post. Well, no, what we that don't, ball have to go behind the what post. We, what we don't know, but as we've discovered before, we don't know what the, the umpire in the video umpire room is well, seeing either now they, they didn't get to see it well no well no but you know well no it wasn't re- it wasn't referred because gb wasted the yeah, referral before but, and but the point being although it looks to us on on the on the replay we are shown that the ball crossed the line it perhaps from the position the umpire's in didn't cross the line 
that's very possible. To well, have he, had. he was certainly he was he was Johnny on the spot with it. Yeah. But um, personally, if you know, I happen to have you know, I did junior umpiring last week. Did very yeah, yeah. very well. How's the academy going? Didn't get paid though. Didn't yeah. Got to follow that up. Um, yeah, I would have self-referred had there been you know the vi- the video there because that's a pretty big decision. Yeah, but if you're sure it hasn't crossed the line, why would you self-refer? Mm. If you go, no, that didn't cross the line. I'm not self-referring it. It didn't cross the line. Sure. Anyway, no <laughs> referral. That... Um, all right. Uh, uh, all right. Well, we, we get no referral in the games we play. No. <laughs> Big deal. Move on. Score another one. Um, so just saying that, we get no referral in the games we play. So I took some long-range shots sort of at quarter time or half time from your game on the grass last week. Yeah. You were having a bit of discussion with both of the umpires. No, that was three-quarter time. Three-quarter time, was it? Yeah, that had nothing to do with the, the fact that we played 23 minutes before the umpires noticed we should have had quarter time. It then took us another two minutes to figure out that we just played a half-time. <laughs> anyway. So you played 35 minutes. Well, I don't think they did. I think they only played 30 minutes, but that's by the by now. I can't be bothered with it. Okay. There is, I've got oh, a shot there. I've got a shot of you, as you're walking away in different stages and then there's one where there's a bit of a, a finger wag or, or something. From me? Yeah. Oh, that must have been when I was telling the umpire that was the dumbest thing he could possibly have said. Right, okay. Uh, Matt, when a player <laughs> he, stick he checks... He says my name, Matt. Matt. Matt, yeah, when a on. player stick checks from behind yeah. and then falls into the legs of the player and takes them down, what is the appropriate response <laughs> Big round of applause. Good lad. <laughs> it's it's a piece of pie. You get you get the piece of pie out and you go, go and have a rest. And the, it was being allowed to happen all game to the point where a bloke's about to have a shot in the D, gets taken out from behind, has his legs taken out. Oh, short corner. Yeah, but what about the card, mate? Well, I think I'm in the D, I think about I'm, to have a shot. I think I might have some video of that as well, and you said some to the umpire then as well. Yeah, like, that's a card, mate. That's a card. <laughs> Every time. Umpire mentoring coming up from... We should, hey, look, that's the we only thing I had an issue. Together. That's the only thing I had an issue with. They were fine. The umpires were fine, blah, blah, whatever. But you can't let players come in from behind and take players' legs out. That's just not on in our game. It's not on. You're right. Absolutely not on. Um, umpire replacement in one of the games yesterday. I think, was it Marsan? Marsan? Pugami? It was a hammy or something like that, and um, P- Peter Wright was on there. Um, Max Cowdus, what's he doing with his hair? I mean, I I've, mi- I've missed Aidy Locke um, oh. and his golden locks because, of course, he's in um, South Quarantine. Oh, um, unfortunately for him at the stage. Didn't make it to, to game one with the Spanish women. So Is he going to get to the quarters, do you reckon? I'd be lucky for the final, I would think. Mm. I think it's two two weeks. Um, Thank God for what's up, mate. So... Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, but what's going on with Max's hair? I don't know, but there was something interesting happened in the Australia-Argentina game this morning. It's nil all, there's about five minutes to go, Argentina get a penalty corner. What's this got to do with Max? Well, He's Argentinian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. You're going to tell us something about Carlos. Oh, sorry, that's right. I got Red, him confused. Redigay. Redigay. We'll talk about his hair. One of the commentators is called him Rutugi. That's the American guy. No, it's not. No, it? It's a British guy. Oh, people will bag him for that, no doubt. The commentator's getting a bit of a bath at certain stages. Set sight, mate. He's doing all right. I haven't heard any of his. No, but he's he's not getting bagged for, oh, right. down for saying people's names wrong. Um, well, or we've got to be, got to be kind, though, because this yeah. is the, 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 the commentator's oh, field hockey. 
uh, podcast of choice. Yeah, you can't you can't help what a person's accent is. You just got to live with it and not get upset by it. Um, yeah. So anyway, Argentina. Some, uh, some some of them say some of the players' names a bit funny though, don't they? Well, I'm not going to criticise anybody for that, Matt. <laughs> um, uh, Argentinian women nil or five minutes ago versus Australia. Very tight, tough game. It's quite entertaining. Um, Argentina certainly should add one on the board before then. They had been the dominating team for most of the game. Um, short corner, stuff the trap up at the top of the D. The ball goes miles past them. Australia pick it up and they break. They've got like a two or three on one happening mm. and they're, they're clearly going to have a real sh- shot at scoring a goal. Boop, goes the umpire. Referral. Yep, stop. Referral. Argentina have made a referral. Now the ball was struck by the injector. It went straight to the person at the top of the D's metro trap and they missed it and the ball ran off and went to Australia and they were, as I said, in a scoring position. Uh, referral, I'm thinking, referral, what are they referring? Argentina referred Australia for breaking. Have you ever seen any team get referred for breaking on a short corner? Um, uh, referred. Yeah, I don't think so. No, it's not, certainly not common. No. It's, it, in it's, fact, it's in this ta- scenario... It's a, it's, a, it's a potential tactic. Well, in this scenario, it was the only thing they could possibly have referred. Right. There, there was nothing else they could have referred. It was the only thing. So they do it. And the Australian girls, you could tell, were not happy with that because the Argentinians were just referring for the hell of it. But a game from the ship, it, you think? Absolutely. It stopped that breakaway immediately. And they, they cut to a shot of... Redigu, Redigay. <laughs> Rutugi. Rutugi. In the dugout. Now, he was quite happy. He yeah, thought that was pretty clever. Yeah, well, it's cause he probably he's coached, he's coached them that. Well, you know, when, when you have a, a cynical, arrogant attitude like that, in the last five minutes of a hockey game, it bites you on the bum, Matt, because Australia got their free out, Argentina lost their referral, Australia went down the other end of the field and scored a goal. Did you just say free out? Yes. Oh, man. I know. I've been, I, I can't use the other term apparently. Yeah, we'll get to that shortly as well. Um, well, there you go. Bit of karma. The hockey gods. Yeah. Yeah. And they, Australia backed it up a couple of minutes later. Argentina obviously having to press trying to get that goal. And here's a team that didn't really need to. They, they were going to qualify Argentina when we refer back to that game between Great Britain and Belgium. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So they, they let another one in, but. Just that karma getting you again. It was a very, very cynical referral, and there was a great deal of arrogance about it. Oh, we'll just throw away our referral. Um, yeah, and they got bitten for it. Um, just a little bit of this, John. And congratulations for the Olympic debut to the Super Soppers. Oh, uh, yes. Great to see them out on field um, a couple of days ago. Um Got sent some private photos that we'll be sharing on Instagram. Some, clo- some close-ups of the uh, the quartet. Uh, they are. <laughs> they are backstage nudes. Oh, um, very exclusive stuff. So check it, check out our Instagram and Twitter and Facebook feeds later on today. Uh, that's all at the Reverse Stick. Congratulations, Rachel Lynch. Oh yes, Olympian for life. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's handy in these times to have a nurse on the team. Why is that? Well, the COVID and stuff. And, yeah. of course, she's on the spot to treat anybody with Olympism. Oh, a sufferer herself. Yes. A, yeah. a three-time sufferer, isn't she? Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, it's a bastard, isn't it? It oh. keeps coming back together. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. Every four years. Oh, oh yeah, you break out. 
In Olympia's <laughs> oh, dear. Um, what else we got, John? Uh, yes, yeah, so well done, the Super Soppers. Well done if you've got teams still in the hunt in the TRS sweep. Um, mm. uh, my list is in, on the little notebook, and that's oh, in the other vehicle. Yeah, I haven't yeah, got okay, it here yeah, right yeah. now. But th- right. Thanks to Simon and We're Tans on top of these things. For um, shouting out for their respective teams. Um, if you want to check who you got and you entered, then do go back and listen to episode 203. This is, of course, episode 204. Yes. John, I sent a message out to our Patreon subscribers last night. Of course, you can subscribe at patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick and support our hockey podcast endeavours. Um, just to let them know that you were you were doing some comms last night, some live commentary of local league stuff. Here in Western Australia, when I popped it on before I jumped in the car, there was there were 17 watching. Oh, was it? it went up to 19. Uh. And then I turned it off, went back down to 18. Oh, how, that's good. How was the experience? Of oh, my first hockey commentary experience? Yes. Um, oh, it's good to do. What did I'm you, glad what, I did what, it. What games did you do? Uh, it was Wesley, South Perth, both men's and women's. Uh, the women played the Lions and the men played Aquinas. And it was on pitch one. Pitch one. Uh, no, it was where? Good. Perth Hockey Stadium at Curtin University. Curtin University. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, that's, so and that's, that's for those of you around the made world. Made a lot of mistakes. That's, hang on a second. That's, I've, I've, that's, that's the, the big blue pitch that you see all the, yeah. the uh, internationals from here in Perth on. I've, I've had some uh, feedback from Melanchino. Melanchino. <laughs> been <laughs> down the line. <laughs> yeah, been, he's let me know. And and it's, it's fair enough. I'm not having a cracker. And no, you were doing doing it. it solo, you were doing it solo, like no, the Olympic Games. Chris, Chris Sorello joined me. Oh, absolute, the big, the big dog. Yeah, absolute pleasure um, to do that with him. Lovely fella. Um, hopefully, get the opportunity again at some stage. But just chatting hockey with him too was just fantastic. Yeah, cool really stuff. enjoyed it. Look, yeah. Um, how, how do I feel about? It? I'm, I'm, it was a good experience. I'm glad I did it, but I got a lot to work on. That's what I'll say. A lot to work on. Now, apologies. The uh, quarter by quarter podcast hasn't made it out. We have no, record, we've just we have, done it. We have You've just heard the edited version of the quarter by quarter podcast. Uh, right, of course. Yeah, I was going to say we had we to did, cut it down yeah, for yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. And gee. It, it must have taken you ages to sort of put all the different words oh, together. Right. Well, we spent hours recording it. Yes, that's right. We did yeah. <laughs> every quarter. Yeah, that's right. Um, Rossi, the stick to the head of the Spanish lad, was that, and the oh. little word in the ear, was that worth a one gamer, one game you know, ban, or probably. For being dumb enough to do it. He deserves a week for stupidity, I yeah. would say. I, you know, he didn't whack him. I don't, you know, if you had been lying there and given him a whack, yeah, give a it a different whack. story. Good, yeah. goodbye, mate. See you for 12. Yeah. Or something like that, whatever. But it was just stupid and dumb and deserved a game for that, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. I mean, what did you think he did? Uh, uh, did I don't stu- think he stupidity. was trying to hurt no, him. No, no, it was stupidity. I think it's one of those little things like if you could have pointed your finger into into your, into his chest, <laughs> yeah. he, he would have done that. But he's just kind of motioned towards him, and then it slipped a little bit, and he went he went over to give the verbals. Oh yeah, yeah he was, was absolutely thing, bagging yeah, him. Yeah, and his own teammate that was helping the bloke out with the cramp, he's like looked disgusted. Yeah. He's like, what what are you doing? But, but yeah, obviously no no real intent there, but. Shouldn't be doing that after a game anyway. But who's surprised? Spain versus Argentina well, in a 1-1 Something was going if, to... If, if that's the worst that can happen in a hockey game between Spain and Argentina, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. I'd still give them a week. Yeah. Silly. Uh, but yeah, people calling for life bans and things like that. Oh. The socials, it's like, calm down, everybody. Um, 
great work from Keely with the daily shows. Go to at FH Empires and all the socials and onto her Discord for that. Tyron from Hockey the Podcast. Geez, there's some excitement around South African hockey. Do check that out. And Ernst with the um, studio hockey stuff that's happening as well. Good to see them doing the daily content. There'll be lots of daily content. I'm I'm pretty frazzled at the moment. How do you think their mindsets are? Well, I believe that um, world amphetamine suppliers are running at a a shortage at the moment because of the amount of daily hockey podcasts trying to keep up with it all. Well, lots of chats with Findo in Ireland as well. He's he's up at three thirty a.m. or something. And and we're really lucky because it's happening in a great time zone for us. Best for years. Um, And so. you know, unless you're working a nine to five job, even then, if you're working a nine to five job, you can still see the evening sessions every day. You miss the date, might miss the early ones, but if you're not doing that, you can catch all. It's great for us. Yeah. Uh, this morning went had the uh, the big ones game down down at Stephen's Reserve in Freo on the oh, on the you? grass. Special guest came down to watch. <gasps> um, Laurie Packham, yeah. former Australian international, bless uh, hockey Australia Hall of Famer, hockey WA Hall of Famer. Uh, came down just to come and see her play. Excellent. Such you a, got a photo? Such a special moment. No, I didn't. No, we've got, we've got, actually got a lovely photo of both the girls and Laurie and me and both the girls with Laurie from a few months back. Oh, uh, excellent. But yeah, re- really special. You know, Laurie, Laurie's getting on a bit now and she's made time on a Saturday morning to come down in the rain and, uh, come and watch some year fives, year sixes play. Just, just lovely. Something else that's going on at the moment that's not Olympic-related, Matt, is uh, a fundraising auction. Uh, it's it's being held by North's... Uh, in New South Wales. In New yeah. South Wales, North Hockey Club. Um, they're having a, a fundraiser for the North's old boy, Neil Dundas, who's uh, unfortunately having a, a battle with cancer at the moment. And they're having an auction to help raise funds. Two auction items, Matt. A Kookaburra's signed shirt by the entire 2020-21 Tokyo Olympic team and a Matt Dawson number six signed Kookaburra shirt. Lovely. There'll be two separate auctions for these items. Both auctions will run through to the end of the Tokyo Olympics gold medal match on Thursday the 5th of August, so that'll be the men's gold medal match. Bids, you can email them to admin at northshockey.com dot au with your name and the amount you would like to bid. That's admin at northshockey.com dot au. The bids will be tracked and leading bids updated on both their social media platform, Facebook and Instagram, on a regular basis so that you have the chance to change your bid if you would like to secure one of these items. All of the proceeds from the auction will go to the Dundas family and I'm sure they'll appreciate the support because... not only are these things tough on on you physically and emotionally and mentally, but they're also tough on you financially. And I think a lot of times people forget the financial burden and cost that these sort of fights take. So please, if you if you can, get onto the um, that fundraising auction. Send your bid admin to northhock at admin at northhockey.com.au. Sign Kookaburra shirt or a Matt Dawson number six signed Kookaburra shirt. Bit of hockey memorabilia there, Matt. Yeah, well done, good, and thank you to Josh for sending that through to us. Uh, John, as I start to slowly pack up the yeah, laptop and put my bag go. away, um, you're on the pitch in it now. Yeah, exactly one hour, <laughs> um, and I got a 35 minute drive. Um, just uh, shout out to Tammy, the uh, technical yep. delegate for the FIH. She's uh, going to come back. Well, no, very little hair, isn't she? Not, it's all going to be pulled well, out. Do you know why I'm giving her the shout out? Why? 
because she ordered dinner for Ev and uh, their daughter on Thursday night at the club from Tokyo. Did she yeah, really? She said, she emailed the order through and said, for Evan. Yeah. <laughs> she's still looking after the Look, family. That's good, isn't it? That's brilliant. Good. See you, folks. Enjoy the rest of what is a fantastic Olympic competition. Uh, we'll be back after we know who's won the gold medals. Go Olympia!